The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, get paid at MyBookie.ag. AG. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. <laughs> Hey guys, this is your Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. So in this Champions League show, we're going to do it a little bit differently today. We are obviously going to run through a selection of games as we usually do. If you want all of the games from Tuesday... There will be a special Champions League podcast covering all of Tuesday's games over at LockBetting.com. There will be a special podcast on Wednesday covering all of Wednesday's games on LockBetting.com. Both those podcasts come with an individual lock. And then on Thursday, we'll be looking at the Europa League and the Europa League show. There will be a separate lock for that. That will be available on Thursday. And the locks on that show are currently at 3-0 for the season. So we are 100%. And we are at 11 and 3 for the European show that comes out every single weekend. We are doing well in European football. We are doing well in the Champions League. We've really bounced back from an 0 3 start with our locks. And we're generally landing pretty well on the picks. As I said at the top, we're going to run for a selection of games here, but we're going to do it differently rather than just doing Tuesday and then a selection of games from Wednesday. We're going to go a little bit all over the place because we're going to originally start here by picking out some spots and some teams that are in similar spots in that they all lost at the weekend away from home and they all return home here in very, very solid bounce back spots against inferior opposition and are under minus 200 here to cover handicaps. The first team is Barcelona. They play at 555 at home to Slavia Prague, a team they've already beaten away from home in the last round by two goals to one. At the weekend, they were beaten by Levante by three goals to one. In this game, they are 1-5 to five to win it outright, 11-2 to two for the draw and 11-1 to one on Slavia Prague. The handicap in this game is paying out at four to seven. That's Barcelona minus one or Barcelona minus 1.5 if you prefer the Asian handicaps. I'm all over that. Um, I saw nothing from this Slavia Prague team to say that they could 
um, get come here and get anything from Barcelona. They were beaten at home. I know that they were one all at one point in that game, but that came completely against the run of play. And then after getting that equaliser, Slavia did have a dominant period for about 10 minutes before Barcelona then quickly went back ahead in that game. And despite the fact that it was only 2-1, I never felt that our lock was in any significant danger in that game and always felt that um, Barcelona would end up going to win it and that there wouldn't be an equaliser going against us. Here they come home where they've been unbeaten all season. Um, it is a fortress to New Camp. It is a difficult place to go to and I do feel that Slavia will be overwhelmed. If Barcelona can score inside of the first 20 minutes here, I think this could be five or six. If Barcelona score any later than that, I wouldn't be concerned whatsoever about us covering the handicap. But the fact that they are going to be in this FU and bounce back mode coming off the back of a loss this weekend like the other two teams in this same situation I think Barcelona get a heavy win here and I have no issues laying the minus 1.5 moving on to Wednesday we look at Bayern Munich against Olympiacos Bayern Munich are without a manager going into this game. It was the end of Kovac, the 5-1 defeat against Eintracht Frankfurt at the weekends. They come home here against Olympiacos where they're the 2-11 favourites. 13-2 to draw and 12-1 on Olympiacos. Again, same situation, possibly slightly a little, slightly more concerning because they haven't got the manager there. But I don't think that these players were playing for that manager anyway. There's far too much talent for this team not to be the runaway leaders of the Bundesliga. There's far too much talent for what they've done in the Champions League over the years. And I really feel now um, they will manage to get a big man behind them. And when you're going up against Olympiakos, a team, again, that you've already beaten away from home in the last game week, you are going to beat them at home and you are going to cover this minus 1.5 handicap, especially when we look at the players here. You've got world-class players here who have played at the top, top level. Um, trophy winners, league winners, cup winners. You've got Lewandowski, Granabry, Perisic, Muller, Coutinho, Komen, Kimmich, Alaba, Pavard, World Cup winner. I mean, you don't need... Um, to be managed here to to go and turn up and put a whooping on Olympiacos. I don't think there's going to be any problem here for, for Bayern covering it. And the last one is uh, Paris Saint-Germain. They were beaten as well at the weekend by the bottom team in France. They were beaten away to Dijon and they were actually a goal up in that game. They are going to be in the big FU mode as well and they get the luxury of having played on Friday and then getting their game here on a Wednesday against Club Bruges, a team that they destroyed in the last round by five goals to nil. So why on earth would, um, would Paris Saint-Germain not be able to cover here in this situation they are also under minus 200 to cover the minus one handicap here or minus 1.5 asian line um i think it's just free money with all of them and all of them here are in contentions for the lock and um it was a t it's, a, it's a tough choice for me, but we'll get to that at the end. But I just wanted to cover that collectively because we have three teams in exactly the same situation who I feel are all going to have comfortable and dominating bounce backs here in game week four. 
Another game I wanted to look at here, we, we swing now back to Tuesday where we will be um, following a chronological format. We look at Chelsea versus Ajax. Chelsea are the four to five favourites to win this game. It's 29 to 10 to draw and it's 14 to five on Ajax. For me, if you've beaten Ajax away from home, you should be able to get it done at home. Uh, Chelsea have the nice dilemma of whether Kante does or doesn't play. He's fit now to play. But Kovac and Jorginho have been so good. This whole team have been good, winning eight out of the last nine. And the only game they lost was against Manchester United, where they rested quite a few players. And Manchester United were able to knock them out of the League Cup. Their league form has been great. Their Champions League form has been great. This team are gelling together and they're in red-hot form. And uh, this weekend, they'll go up at home to Crystal Palace, another game I expect them to win in. And after that, they'll go on to face Manchester City in the Premier League in two weeks' time. So this is a big game for Chelsea. And um, I think they'll they'll go on back-to-back home wins this week and finish strong going into the international break and then coming into that game against Manchester City after the international break. I fancy Chelsea here to win and... Um, pretty much secure themselves a spot in the next round of the Champions League. Another game we're going to look at here that goes down on Tuesday, and I'm not necessarily looking at this because I have a strong lean on it. I'm looking at it because it is probably the game of the week in terms of being a glamour tie. It's Dortmund versus Inter again. It's the reverse of last time out. Last time we picked Inter to win because they were in a desperation mode and they have gone on to win that and they have closed the gap in turn with Dortmund. Both teams now sitting on four points each with Barcelona way out in front in seven. I expect Barcelona to be on 10 points by the end of this game week. But this one will be crucial to these two teams. I think Inter will be happier here to take a point from this one. And um, both teams will look to fa- look to catch Barcelona with Barcelona playing weaker teams against them, especially Inter in that final game week, because Barcelona may still need something from their new Camp game against Dortmund. So the advantage really will lie with Inter, who will have to face Slavia Prague away and then possibly a weakened Barcelona team on the final day. But they will need to come out of this with a draw or even a win, obviously, would be a lot better. But I think a draw would satisfy them. But I'm going to take them here on the double chance to avoid a defeat against a Dortmund team that don't always deliver here against the bigger teams. They're not also a a very good Champions League team as well. Um, They haven't had great success in the Champions League, especially against the the bigger teams. When you look through their record over the years, they have been able to, to dispatch of a few minnows here and there, but a Champions League record against the big teams isn't that great. In fact, the last five, Dortmund have only won one of their last five Champions League games. And uh, I mean, Inter have as well, but Dortmund's results are are pretty bad. Um, losing 4-0, obviously, on aggregate against Tottenham. And then last time out, again, underperforming away to uh, away to this Inter Milan team. So I'm going to take Inter here to avoid the defeat in this one here in the, the main marquee game of the week. Last game we're going to look at is Tuesday is Napoli against RB Salzburg, where Napoli are the 10 to 11 favourites to win this game. It's 3 to 1 on Salzburg. Uh, sorry, 3 to 1 on a draw. And it's 13 to 5 on Salzburg. Salzburg's games have produced a ton of ton of goals so far in this competition so i believe if you are going to take napoli here 
you're probably going to have to go with the over 2.5 as well. Since um, losing at home to Napoli, Last time out, this Austrian outfit have won three in a row and have scored 11 goals here. Their Champions League games have also produced a ridiculous number of goals. If we bring up the um, RB Salzburg results so far here in the Champions League, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Straight off the bat, they started with that six 6-1 6-1 victory in their first, sorry 6-2 victory in their first Champions League game against Genk they then had a 7 goal thriller against Liverpool so going into that Napoli game they'd already produced 15 and then of course they lost that game 3-2 so with 20 goals on the table already this for me is an automatic over but in addition to that it's also a play on Napoli to secure their qualification pretty much into the next round because RB Salzburg are the main rivals to the the big two here Liverpool and Napoli going through Napoli and the over cashes at six to five I think that's generous here I think if you're going to take Napoli you take the over here in this situation as well because um I don't all of a sudden see this RB Salzburg team losing the ability to score. You can also even take both teams to score here because Napoli, despite the fact they have uh, Manolos and Koulibaly, and Koulibaly rated as one of the top defenders in the world, he's not performed like that this season. And this team don't have a very good defensive record. Um, So you could take Napoli and both teams to score as well and be pretty comfortable. That returns you slightly more here at six to four. Um, Both teams to score as a single bet comes in at minus 300. So not much value in that one really at all. Moving on to a couple of games on Wednesday. Key game for Tottenham here against Red Star Belgrade. It will be key for Tottenham to avoid a defeat. They're actually seven to ten favourites to win it. It's three to one to draw, and it's eighteen to five on Red Star Belgrade. Um, this may be listed as Krevna Zevda. Um, by the way, you might not just say Red Star Belgrade because um, they often are referred to as uh, Krevna um, Zvezda. So. He may be listed as that, but I I like to call him Red Star Belgrade. Um, They responded to their five nil loss to Tottenham uh, at um, at the London at Tottenham Stadium. Sorry, with um, three successive wins in which they scored ten goals and conceded one. They have beaten and beaten at home in all competitions this season, and have only lost one of their last 12 Champions League matches, which was that 4-1 loss to PSG. Obviously, you're thinking, well, how come they didn't win a Champions League? Or they've only got such a great record. Obviously, they went for a very long qualification process because they're not one of those seeded teams like the teams from Spain or Italy or England. So that that's why they have such a good record there. But... Um, I, I think Red Star Belgrade are a live underdog here and I'm quite willing to take them on the double chance, especially seeing as Tottenham have such a poor away record, um, even extending to the end of last season. They've, they've won an away game this season. They couldn't hold on against Everton, conceding in the 98th minute of the weekend. And uh, the fact that you're getting... Um, Krevna Zevda, uh, Red Star Belgrade, is six to five here to avoid a defeat. I'd be jumping all over that bet in this situation. Last game we'll look at is the Man City game. They are away to Atalanta. Uh, Atlanta are the uh, seventeen to four underdogs. It's nineteen to five the draw, and it's one to two on City. 
Atalanta are a good team and um, you wouldn't think that from looking at their Champions League results because they've lost every single game and are possibly out of the competition. Um, I think that they'll want to avoid going out of Europe completely here. So I do think Dynamo Zagreb and Shakhtar Donetsk are catchable, especially after Atlanta finished this game. Um, if those two especially play out a draw, there is the potential for Atlanta to catch them because they are both only sitting on four points. And obviously they all have to play Manchester City once again. So there is a possibility of Manchester City beating both Dynamo Zagreb and Shakhtar Donetsk and Atalanta doing the same. And for Atalanta to leapfrog them, even if they lose this game, they could leave the others on five and Atalanta could qualify for the next round of the Champions League with just six points. Um, but I also don't think this is an automatic win for City, mainly because... Uh, Atalanta are, as I said, a decent side who have taken a lot of scalps in Italy and because... Man City's look ahead is their biggest Premier League game of the season. They are playing away to Liverpool and they must, must close this gap at the top of the Premier League table. If Liverpool win against Manchester City at a weekend, I think the title is already over here in November because it will be a nine-point gap between the two and Manchester City aren't going to overcome that. If they can win the game, they'll close it down to three and I think that will make Manchester City the favourites. Uh, if it's a draw, everything stays as they are. But it's clean, it's crucial that Manchester City avoid that defeat. So they probably will be looking ahead to that game. They're already through here in a Champions League group. They've already won this group. They just need one win out of the last three. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a host of changes here for this game. And maybe Atalanta spring the upset, but I think they represent massive value here as an underdog play at 6-4 to four plus 150 to avoid a defeat and kickstart their Champions League campaign where I still think there is a possibility that they can finish second despite the fact they've looked poor so far closing out with the lock on this podcast um the lock for me has to be um, one of the three that I looked at in terms of being in bounce back situations and those very favorable handicaps of Barca minus one Bayern minus one and PSG minus one I'm going to lean towards PSG um, simply because Barcelona play earlier. They play on Tuesday. Um, PSG have more time to rest. And I'm going to narrowly edge towards PSG over Bayern because they both play on Wednesday simply because um, that manager situation can be a little unpredictable. I'm not particularly worried about it. But um, if given the choice between the two plays, which I have here, I will take Paris Saint-Germain at 8-15 to to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap as my lock. If you are looking for a dog, um, Atlanta, I think, would be the dog for me. I think Atlanta certainly cover, um, certainly managed to avoid a defeat here against a, a, a makeshift City team. Well, that's at least what I'm expecting anyway. And um, if you want to parlay anything here on this show, just parlay the uh, the three bounce back teams together, Barca, Bayern and PSG. I know that's combining my lock and parlay together once again, but um, I, I just don't feel there's any any way that these two teams don't, these three teams don't win and pretty much secure themselves a spot in the next round of the Champions League into the last 16. And then they can primarily focus on their league form because none of them are uh, are secure yet in the league PS, PSG even um, that statement applies in Barcelona and and um, 
and Bayern Munich especially. But PSG haven't really moved a million miles ahead of their opponents at the moment. They're only seven points ahead in the league. And um, although there are no dangers there, I mean, Marseille are a team that, that could pose some kind of threat and they're just eight points behind PSG at the moment. But there's still work to be done. And by the time they come back and play their Champions League games in February... Uh, PSG will be looking at wanting a, a 15 to 20 point lead so they really really don't have to bother playing their top guns here in the league that's why they've signed people like Akadi. that's why they have people like Di Maria on board so you can keep Mbappe and Neymar and Cavani all wrapped in cotton wool and have them here on deck for the second half of the season for the Champions League so whereas obviously the title isn't going to be a problem for Paris Saint-Germain. Um, they, they will want to focus on getting that all wrapped up by February. And the same goes for uh, Bayern and for Juventus and for... Um, and for uh, Barcelona, these are, these, are, these are three other teams that will want their league campaign at least in hand. It's not necessarily possible for them to have completely won by that time but they will want it in hand they will want comfortable leads and I do feel once again it's a massive advice to have your league wrapped up here when you're coming into the Champions League which is why I don't think we'll see the likes of a Man City or Liverpool win it because I think that particular title race is going to go right down to the wire and um the English teams will have a massive disadvantage this season. And I do think it will be one of those four between Barca, between Juve, between Paris Saint-Germain and between Bayern Munich that do win it. I think Bayern Munich are going to be a very different team with a new manager. I never thought that, that Kovac coming from the, the jobs that he did um, really was a good enough manager to be the Bayern manager and now the possibility of them getting in someone like maybe a Mourinho will completely rejuvenate this team they have top quality players they have good defenders they have well cast attackers they have a striker in Lewandowski that scores nearly every single game this team are a threat and uh, I do think it will come down to these four and um, look for all of them to tie up their Champions League campaign as quickly as possible so they can focus on the league, so they can get their leagues racked up and come back here in February in a good position to make a real strong run at the Champions League. That's it from me. As I said, make sure that you check out the full rundown on the Tuesday's Champions League show, LockBetting.com, where we cover every single game. Obviously, just a selection of games here, but every game for Tuesday will be covered with a separate lock over at lockbetting.com. We'll be doing the same on Wednesday. Every game covered on Wednesday with a separate lock. And then on Thursday, we recover, We cover a selection of games for the Europa League, 3-0 on the locks there. And then we move over to the European show where we're 11-3 on our locks. That comes out on Friday. And on Thursday, right here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you have yourselves the EPL show once again be the last EPL show before another international break. Uh, well, sorry, it'll be the last show covering the uh, Premier League and then we'll have the international show the week after and then the EPL show will be back covering the EPL on the 22nd of November. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening, guys. 